Hello! Welcome to the Cinematic Comic Verse podcast. Uh, this feels like a weird intro already, but Woo! we're going with it. Uh, yeah! I, of course, have Davis and Corey with me, as, as always. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Same here, yeah. Uh, excited to be back. We are... We're not crossing the picket line because we're not SAG-AFTRA. Uh, we, we, we stand with the writers and actors, but we need to keep those who listen to this podcast entertained in the meantime. Yeah. We're part of the Cinematic Comic Verse Union. Yes, yes. <laughs> the uh, the CCU. Beautiful. Um, I feel like the break in content... Well, just give us some time to catch up because we're I feel like we're behind. I truly hope that not that I want people to like be striking for that long and yeah, like hopefully they can get what they want sooner rather than later. But also I do find the idea hilarious of there just being nothing to like entertain people like movie and show wise. Yeah. And I kind of want to see what that that future uh, looks like in a morbid sort of way, but I would much rather have people making money. But yes, there is too much content right now, and so a we're, slowdown we're, could be an interesting time. We're we're gonna we're gonna go back to the to the days where at like midnight or two a.m. or whatever the TV just turned off, where you you <laughs> you, you, you you would be watching broadcast cable. And then the national anthem would play very loudly. And after that, it just had the like <laughs> static or, or, or the colored bars uh, on the TV. What a time. So, yeah, that like when you when you get to the end of Hulu or Disney Plus or <laughs> Max or whatever, like it's just going to be the, the static. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I feel like the, the last time the writer strike happened was heroes specifically stands out of my mind as like was completely ruined mm. by that and i believe because they just didn't hire the original writers back and they were you know it was like a bad situation um but i'm really curious what is going to be irreconcilable irre no irreconcilably ruined yeah by this well it's it's more interesting this time around because the actors are there with them and so I feel like they just can't do much. Like, are they just going to like, is, are we going to see Bob Iger's son in a lot more uh, properties nowadays or? No scabbing. <laughs> well, he is, he's, isn't he the CEO of Disney? He's just going to throw his family members and like. That would yeah, be yeah. I, okay, that one right over my head because I know no one. No, no, but actually his children are going to be like, I refuse to be in this project. I don't cross a picket line. <laughs> Plus, why do they need to work? Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> like, no job. No, thank you. I'm good. Or, or, or we're going to get like this whole MMA fight with Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk is going to like just become its own style of entertainment where the unconscionably wealthy fight each other for for viewership and i don't know esteem or whatever and that just becomes like a new type of content man it seems 
apocalyptic. Like that just seems <laughs> like if we... that is the the most entertaining thing, we're going straight towards Coliseum days. We are, we have not gotten better, humans. <laughs> we're still there. Although maybe we should just pay the actors and the writers so we don't have to find that out about humanity. I hope so. <laughs> I'm I'm all for not learning dark secrets about humanity. <laughs> We, we we know enough already. <laughs> On that note, what's going to happen? Yeah, well, with the MCU. Before we get into that, I mm-hmm. I am curious. Don't uh, it's been a while since we've met up. Um but would anyone like to to shout out anything significant that they've read or watched? Like one or two things that really stand out in the past few has it been months at this point? <laughs> I think it might have been months. Time has passed. Uh, Corey, what have you been watching recently? Oh, well, let me just tell you. So How I Met Your Father, the newest season, I believe, has officially ended. It has. Right? And yes. I'm sorry. I like it. I like it. And I definitely think the best friend who just dumped his fiance, they're endgame. Like, I know that's what the guy said after the first season, and he was uh, canceled. No, he, anyway. I believe it, and I think they're cute, and I love all the fan edits. Wait, you you like Sid and I his do, nondescript? Even, yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. They, oh, they're kind of cute together. Like, in the last couple episodes, they kept having their own little dynamic things where they were helping each other, and it was so sweet. Corey. I love Sid. I love Sid. But his yeah. fiance stinks on ice. I mean, oh, no, she. No 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 no. no, 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 no. Oh, she stinks. No, no. He's going to end up with Hillary Duff. He's the oh, father. Oh, oh, oh. We just right past each other. Whew. Okay. Oh, no, we hate the fiance. And, like, they were kind of bad matching anyway. Um, Even without uh, the cheating. Yeah, I'm. I. I'm glad she's out of the picture. Which, by the way, <laughs> spoiler alert for season two of How I Met Your Father, if you <laughs> care about the plot. I'm like, um, what if Ryan cares about the plot? Did we just ruin it for you? I don't care. I okay. I barely watched How I Met Your Mother, and but Charlotte, big fan. Yeah. Yes. And we watched the first, like, two episodes, and mm-hmm. then it was immediately never discussed again in our household. So I don't know if I'm ever going back to it, but (laughs) I, I have gotten to the point where not only do I firmly believe that I would be a legitimate help to the writer's room (laughs) in how I met your father, (laughs) but I have also bored Taylor to tears Every time we we watch the show and then I'm trying to fall asleep and I just keep thinking about all of the ways that (laughs) that show is inferior to how I met your mother, which is not some like gold standard of entertainment. I I just I I I understand that I, I there there are a lot of factors, right? Number one. This is the Lizzie McGuire show that Hillary Duff wanted to do. I can't 
believe I took us on this rabbit hole so quickly. I I so believe quickly. that How I Met Your Father was a big tangent on another episode. That... It's been multiple. I should, I should have known. I should this be like, is... skip over this. I won't talk about How I Met Your Father. This, I'm looking forward to the spinoff podcast this creates. I'm I, I'm 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 not kidding you when I tell you I I could make a podcast of my thoughts on how I met your father because anyone who speaks to me instantly regrets what 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 they think is going to be a light conversation. Um, Have you liked any of the most recent episodes? Yes, yes. There 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 is legitimate promise okay, in, okay. in the latter half of season two. Yes. And and part of that is that we finally have spent enough time with some of these characters to like care about them as as individuals. Um, what? OK, the, this 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 will be my last thought um, <laughs> and, and, and then we can get to what we actually are here to talk about uh, the, the 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 episode where uh, Charlie and what's the uh, the 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 music teacher. Um, Bob Iger, <laughs> Bob Iger's son. Yes, uh, the 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 one who's already dated Sophie. Um, yeah, no, Jesse, I, Jesse. Jesse. Uh, yeah. So Charlie and Jesse, they're they're Sid and Ellen are trying to get Charlie and Jesse to like become friends and like move in with each other. Yes, 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 yes. And that 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 whole episode is is really funny. Uh, and Ellen, famous scene stealer, had, had has a line where. She's talking like Char Charlie and Jesse are planning a planning a vacation. And Ellen's like, Charlie's never wanted to plan a vacation with me. Is that because hanging out with me is like a vacation every day? Like that line made me laugh. Uh, but anyway, the thing that I want from season three is more opportunities for us to care about these characters and actually understand who they are, other than the fact that Sophie and Valentina are perpetually 13 14 like they 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 feel like jennifer garner in 13 going on 30 living out what they think the life of a 30 year old <laughs> in new york should be um it, it, anyway more character development and i'm gonna be more bought in <laughs> love 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 all of this we're gonna skip over any other possible TV shows I could talk about. Um, I'm, I'm so like sorry to hijack this. that. No, you're good. I am so happy to talk about it. We will re be revisiting this on our spinoff podcast. <laughs> um, fingers crossed, we get a season three because it needs it. Um, okay. I, 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 Someone else. I, I, I think that it will definitely get a season three because. Hulu, for whatever reason, has been putting a lot of advertising behind it, which le which leads me to believe that it's it's doing good numbers in viewership. Um, but we'll again, we'll, we'll save those thoughts. I have been reading a lot uh, since, since since we last met. But one of the things that I really want to shout out is my current read, and that is Hellboy. Um what it's what run so i i got like this little slipcase box set that contains basically all of hellboy's like main 
main story. And what one of the things that it that was so enticing about Hellboy is that unlike a lot of the other like superheroes that we've read about, his story is relatively self-contained. So there are four volumes. I just finished volume two today. Um, I, I'm I'm sure I'm going to finish volume three and four in the next few weeks. And then from there, if you want to read a little bit more, Mike Mignola, the, the, the creator, has made kind of like some some other entries that that you can read that are. I don't want to say like apocryphal or whatever, but just kind of like off to the side uh, there. There's two collections of short stories and then there are a few kind of like. Non Hellboy, but in the Hellboy world um, spinoff series. Uh, but yes, very, very good. If if you like kind of gothic literature or vibes, um, pe- people call it like a horror comic book. And I suppose I, I, I suppose it is, but it's not anything that I can't read before bed, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm not scaring myself when I read it. So, good. yeah, it's a great sweet spot for me, but. Very, very entertaining and uh, very enjoyable. Did you see all the Hellboy movies? I haven't seen a single one. Okay. Uh, because I know I just they 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 just kind of passed me by. I, 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 I think I was a little bit young and certainly not like super inclined to see the Hellboys with um, Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman when they were coming out. It, it it was kind of like right at that gap where none of my friends were super interested in it and I didn't have enough of an interest to like go out and see it. And then the recent, was it 2019 with David Harbour, uh, that looked just gratuitous in so many ways in, in, in terms of its like violence and horror elements. And then it got panned at the, uh, you know, by, by critics. So I, I didn't even bother. But I will now be going back and rewatching all of those. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing those when they, they came out and it was one of those movies that was just like, this is the movie that's out and yeah. we happen <laughs> to want to see a movie. So we're seeing this, <laughs> but I Have you barely seen remember movie? any of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to shout out. I have been reading this for a very long time, but I finally got to a good stopping spot. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis's Avengers. I finally read from his beginning to uh, House of M, Civil War, Secret Invasion, and then I I just read the Siege event that kind of capped off uh, the Dark Avengers, where Norman Osborn becomes the new Iron Man, and he uh, has all these other villains kind of take the roles of like famous Avengers and. It was very good, very satisfying. I can see why people love this era. Um, and it's just it's it's more blockbustery. So you're you're not gonna learn anything like significant, but like you're gonna see a lot of fun action, some some funny dialogue. Some people complain that everyone sounds like Spider-Man when he writes. <laughs> I don't mind that as much. I kind of like multiple people to be quippy um agreed 
but sounds fun. Yeah, a, a really fun time. But I, uh, I'm now going to take a break because I've read a lot of his stuff. So, are you more of a let me binge like all of this and then like do do you do multiple binges? You just like go from binge to binge. I or... I get distracted a lot, but okay. I I. I try to focus on one thing because I find that's when comics are the most satisfying Mm. when you're, when you've read like five to 10 years worth of material, the callbacks like hit a lot harder and especially under one author. Mm. I just feel like they have more of a vision in mind and it's a little easier to like keep track of things. And, um, but then I'll hear about something cool and I'll be like, I got to read that. And so I'll get distracted a lot during my, uh, my okay. other readings. I like how casually you threw out just like a bunch of years of reading something. I just made like it. But... I know, but I liked it. It really hit. <laughs> when, when you really think about it though, if something comes out monthly, you're right. That's yeah, only that's 12 issues. Yeah. And some series come out bi-monthly and I guess, that's why bigger runs have tie-ins and stuff like that. So it, it it does fill up with one year after you read like a bunch of stuff, but in reality the whole story is just being told through like 12 12 issues in a lot of the cases. So it's not as cool. I just want to make sure everyone knows that. Oh, it, Ryan, <laughs> be cool. Well, speaking of not being cool, <laughs> let's talk about the MCU. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> um we've been we've been teasing this episode for a while and i think we said multiple times this will be the next episode and it wasn't <laughs> um but it is something that's been on uh my mind i know i've talked to davis a little bit about it um and I, I know Corey has championed certain movies that I have also championed and certain movies that Davis certainly has not <laughs> championed. Uh, <laughs> but right now, the MCU is in a weird place. Um, and I think feelings, at least online, are generally down. And with... In real life conversations I've had, I've I've heard a number of people be kind of in the same camp of like, yeah, I'm not really into the MCU right now. Uh, but I also know that there's another camp that still is having a good time with it. Um, but I guess we'll we'll start with some some initial thoughts. Post Endgame, how have you guys felt about? the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Corey, we'll start with you. I think Endgame, we have some of my actual favorite movies, which is okay, really yeah. hard. Um, I think, okay, I always say this, but so Black Widow, I think reaches my top five. And then I loved Multi- Multiverse of Madness. I loved the most recent Thor. Like there are a lot of movies that just, um, I absolutely love, but I think nowhere is the same cohesive storyline mm-hmm. and part and also like the TV shows. I absolutely adore the TV shows, but I think they're trying too hard to keep them tied together while having 
so many projects running at once. And I almost wish they could separate them a little bit more so they feel more like their own entities and their own things that you could enjoy and love without having to have everything. Because I, I haven't been picking things up as quickly as I used to. I, you know, like I'll watch the TV show much later or um, there's not that fervor anymore. Mm. And I think it's because they all feel disjointed or like too much. Um, and yet I still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Davis, how are you feeling about I yeah, so right I, I I I think that Corey probably hit on one of my biggest complaints. And and and, and I'll start by saying I I feel great about the MCU. Like keep keep going, right? You know, keep keep making stuff. But one of the things that was a real joy about the MCU phases 1 through 3 was definitely through phase 1 Basically, through all of phase two, I didn't know what phase we were in. Like, I, I, I was just watching Marvel movies and, and enjoying them or not enjoying them, as, as the case was, but usually enjoying them thoroughly. And sometimes it was cool to see not only characters be given like sequels or threequels, uh, but like seeing some of the interaction uh you know like the the original avengers movie was was a really satisfying payoff but now i watch it and it feels very small potatoes um and it's like oh you only had what like five or six heroes (laughs) stop like save earth from only one galactic invading force um and, and 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 so One of the things that I that I did just to try and like wrap my head around where we're at right now, um, I frankly didn't even really realize that phase four like concluded in, in, in 2022. But phase one, over the course of four years, we got six movies, 08 to 2012 from Iron Man to Avengers. Phase two was two years and we still got those six movies. So it, it, it was like a compacted timeline. Then in phase three, we got 11 movies over three years. So still kind of ratcheting up the pace. And in phase four, it exploded. Uh, we are not counting the year 2020 for, for like timeline or phase purposes. But from 2021 to 2022... Two years, we had 17 projects in, in phase four. That's 10 shows. Well, I, I, I guess it's eight shows, two special presentations, and seven movies. Um, that's a lot of content to take in. And I, I have a feeling that some of that content was like expected to be spread out o- over, o- over a longer period of time, but... That's a lot of content, and the folks at Disney made a very big point that, like, with, with the launch of Disney+, Plus, if, if you want to be in on the MCU or Star Wars or whatever, you're going to have to watch Disney+. Plus. You, you have to be caught in on, on these projects. That's great for diehard fans like me who set my calendar around 
the these shows and movies, but for the average fan, that is a lot to ask. And I just don't know if that promise has been met that you have to watch all of these things in order to be roped in because the the path forward right now hasn't been quite as clear in phase four and the beginnings of phase five as it was toward the end of phase two and, and through phase three when we were kind of alerted to the fact, hey, there's a plan here. I will say I am a lot more positive. I know I know that you guys have a degree of positivity <laughs> hidden in your your comic or uh, comments, yes. but uh I have enjoyed pretty much all of what phase 4 and 5 have thrown at us uh at the moment and what I really appreciate about it is the experimental nature of everything. Mm. I I love how different each property is. I love how much they experiment with genres. I I do like how the genre experimentation is sometimes as simple as, hey, let's do procedural law drama, but it's superheroes. It's a comedy. You know, I love that one so much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it like I. I think that's a huge strength, and I I think that, in theory, for me at least, is what the MCU needed after, uh, what we saw. We already got like the okay. Here's these characters. Here's how they come together, to fight this big bad person, and then phase three or sorry, phase four is what kind of started the. All right, here's here's how big this universe really is. And I think that that has uh, been pretty fun. And I think it does get a little too big for a lot of people in the sense that, as Davis was saying, there's not a lot of, uh, I would say, immediate payoffs. Like, you see a show like... Uh, I don't know. Or let's let's go with this example. At the end of Spider-Man: Far From Home, you get uh Nick Fury in space, and you're like, oh, he was a scroll on Earth, and he's actually chilling in space. That's in 2019, and then it's not till 2023, in the middle of the year, that we finally get the payoff of what has Nick Fury actually been up to, and you you get a little hint of it in uh. WandaVision as well. Um, but it, it really takes a lot longer for there to be payoffs and they're splitting up storylines so much and like starting storylines a little too soon where you're like, okay, there's this thing happening, this thing happening, this thing happening. But for me, I don't mind that as much because Nick Fury was a big player, but he started taking a behind-the-scenes thing, and now his story is a lot more small potatoes compared to kind of what's going on with Kang and, like, all that, which... Um, and and there is more of a focus on, on the multiverse, which is fun, but I, I do think that for some reason, Marvel wasn't the only uh, company that decided to cash in on multiverse 
and now everybody's kind of already getting sick of multiverse when Marvel is like, we have three full phases dedicated dedicated to the multiverse, and then everyone was like, all right, every movie's a multiverse. Let's go. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, we're sick of the multiverse. It's too confusing. Why do we want this now? But this also speaks to me as a person who loves comics. And I love a big convoluted story that has like 3,000 <laughs> little stories going on as, as at once. And I will say that that is what made the, the MCU so special at first is we're taking this big convoluted universe and making it into a simple, you just have to watch two movies per year to kind of like follow the threads. Um, but overall, I, I really like the new heroes they've, uh, they've been introducing. I, I like how weird it's getting in some parts. I, I think I, I, I'm on board and I think what they've given out now is as good or better than Marvel or than MCU phase two, which I think is the lowest part of the MCU in my opinion. I would agree. Um, I think really my core issue is you is they're building like a a monolith where everything is so interconnected that you have to be a fan of everything. Where I wish what they would do is basically create this as its like own network or its own comic publisher where it's like you could be a fan of the whole thing or you could just watch four seasons of she-hulk but there's only i don't know maybe ever going to be one season of she-hulk and you can't just like love that um or you know i think they keep introducing really cool shows or really cool movies and being like but you can only have one of these and you have to like everything else too <laughs> i'm like maybe it's partially because i just feel like it's short-sighted mm-hmm. i'm like you could dig in and get people on who aren't interested in watching 11 things in two years but who would watch a, sh- a season of a show or a couple of shows all of the time yeah uh, so like treat them as their own entities as well as a bigger piece i do think I'd, I'd like more tv shows and i'd like them all to have three seasons okay. <laughs> <laughs> i i think that that is true yeah. for the most part but i also would say I think what's hard is knowing which ones you can watch without watching the others. Yeah, I, I would say She-Hulk is one that it doesn't matter when well, you I, watch I, it. Yeah, no, but I, I think you kind of have have to have seen it in other things, and you can't then just keep watching sh- seasons. Okay, it's, yeah. it's, this is like a part of an a big entity it's not like its own tv show yeah so you enjoy it like it's its own tv show would it be helpful if it was called mcu the tv show and each season was i guess yes (laughs) weirdly enough i yeah if they were just like each of these seasons you know it's um it's kind of like american horror stories Mm, where every anthology yeah yeah it's like an anthology show weirdly that would be better for me Okay, I, I, yeah, I have two suggestions. Number one, are you all familiar with Garanimals? Vaguely, yes. Let me Google. Not at all. This is, I, I, let's see. Yes, 
This is a oh. like toddler clothing company that give that tries to give kids a little bit of independence but, or just help parents out where like you have like shirt top I don't know jacket or whatever and there and the, and there, there there's a little animal logo on there and as long as you have the same animal on each of your pieces of clothing that's going to look good together right mm. so you're 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 like you're teaching kids <laughs> to have a capsule wardrobe uh, adult? but but also making sure that they you know don't look dumb i what if we were to kind of like color code uh some of these streaming series or, or like just just so you know hey the main threads right like this this is going to be a green series and green series is Miss Marvel, Secret Invasion, and I don't know, Moon Knight or whatever. I don't don't ask me how those would all come together, <laughs> but you know, the the or 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 even like this is a green slash orange, you yes. know, and one one of the th- like Ryan, I'm with you that sometimes it's fun in comic books to to jump in and then kind of from there feel around and look for the light and and be like, okay, what 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 are my like touch points here? What 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 can I relate to? What do I need to know? Is there any background research that I need to do? But one of the things that comic books has that can make it really easy is like you just said, you finished a big Brian Michael Bendis run. And so you know that if it's made by Brian Michael Bendis during this time period, it's probably going to be related to this other stuff with with the MCU it's like Kevin Feige <laughs> and then all, all of these you know separate creators and so sometimes like the creators who are all working under you know Kevin Feige oh and uh Luis Desposito uh don't, like they they don't even know what's what 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 is going on like uh Elizabeth Olsen gave gave voice to this in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, that she she knew what was happening in WandaVision, but the folks on Multiverse of Madness didn't know like every single detail of Scarlet Witch's character. And so she kind of felt like for a little bit, like, so I'm just kind of doing like the same character beats. And 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 so she tried to like take that into consideration and act it in in, in a different way. And 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 I thought she did a good job of that, but and anyway, the, the, the idea is like having creative teams that are working very collaboratively to to build these certain threads. So that that's one suggestion. Um, Can I just. The, uh, uh, oh, yeah, please. A second season. That, that's What's that? Big, give everything at least a second season. That's the biggest issue I have is it's <laughs> yeah. like, right now one like you can't enjoy the show. Yeah, it's just not a show you like now. That's a that's a that's like three movies that you've now watched. Right, to get to the larger piece. Continue. I I I I, to, I totally agree with that. And my my like my counterpoint to yeah. to them saying, oh well, you know, it 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 only needs to be one season or whatever. Then make it a special presentation because Werewolf by Night was so good. Perfect. Ah, no so notes. Good. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and, and and like. 
you know, use use the tools that you have, but use them intuitively. Or or like Secret Invasion, right? That might only be one season, but I I, I could I could take that as like a mini series, but call it that. Don't don't say you know Secret Invasion season one and then oh no it's gone. Um, my 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 second suggestion would be to embrace animation. Mm-hmm. Uh. DC yeah. Studios, the the one thing that DC does a hundred times better than Marvel is they make amazing animated features that that usually are like direct adaptations of some of the most loved and well-respected comic book stories, arcs, you know, wh- whatever. Um, and so... For some people, that's a really interesting, like, way way to get into comics. Uh, Batman: The Killing Joke, right? You you can read that story by Alan Moore, or you can stream the adaptation on on Max or or buy it or whatever, and you're getting very high level content that is only like an hour and a half of your time. And and there, I don't know. There there are just some things that Marvel is doing where I feel like there is no reason that this project should cost $150, $200 dollars. But I have also seen underfunded superhero TV shows, <laughs> and I am not uh, yearning for those because for whatever reason they seem to pick up these, you know, kind of cult followings but they're not good so somebody save me (laughs) (laughs) i i I mean shot across the bow i i i I, I, I was a little offended actually (laughs) it's only because i don't know the theme song to arrow or flash yes okay (laughs) okay okay that, now I want to do my definitive ranking on CW takes. <laughs> I would I would throw in Agents of Shield in that okay, list okay, too. Yeah. Honestly, Smallville may win. I'm, I'm okay. a little upset at myself. Very very quickly, I I I have one data point that Ryan you you set the table for it. <laughs> I, I I wanted to look up this 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 is not the only way to judge how good something is right but i wanted to rank mcu projects on the tomato meter high to low right oh. uh just to see is is phase 4 truly the worst thing that you know that that, that has come out miss marvel before oh you please do that, please i did have a question about some of the stuff you said do you oh, think uh yes <laughs> do you think that uh the MCU should embrace animation or Marvel should embrace animation? Um, because I disagree so, with one of those. <laughs> so when, when 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 you say MCU, do you mean like specifically movies or like the stuff that's going on here? Like like it it, it it's all gonna be canon related. Yeah, like shows, a, a Clone shows, Wars, movies, Star Wars situation. Got it. Yeah, what, yeah. What if was what Spider-Man freshman year is supposed to be? Right. So I I would argue for both, but I'm willing to like 
pull back and 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 let the MCU be one thing and then like Marvel animation studios. Yeah. I, be... I would agree with that. Yeah. And by agree, I, I mean, I would prefer that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, 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 I just think that like, especially when we're talking like superhero stuff, there are so many things that you can't do in live action, no matter how much money you throw at it. Uh, but would you would you count like the Disney XD cartoons that happen a lot? They have a lot of of those cartoons that are I've heard are high quality. Yeah, so I have some friends who who have a a a, a son who who is at the age where Spidey and his amazing friends is like like that is his favorite show. Those are his favorite 11 minutes of his day is when he's rewatching one of those episodes. And I think that's a great like way to introduce kids to yeah. to these heroes and make it like easy, palatable, you know. And that's less what I'm talking about and more of like the stuff aimed at an older still kid audience, but I I feel like there's some like Batman not necessarily Batman animated series like mm. quality many Batman animated series so <laughs> <laughs> um but i i feel like there's like a guardians of the galaxy cartoon i heard that people mm-hmm. really liked and there was a hulk cartoon that Got people it. Yeah. liked and yeah yeah uh, yes and 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 th- thank you for the clarification i i i don't understand why that can't exist like at all levels because an animation reduces needless costs and allows you to focus on getting like really high quality talent. You, you know, you, you, you mentioned Batman, the animated series, like that's probably one of my favorite animated shows of all times, partially because it was thoughtfully done. Incredible, like voice, voice talent was, was given to these roles. And, and again, it just, it it allowed for things that would look absolutely ridiculous on the screen to be like real and grounded in this world where where you have kind of that um assumption of of a little bit of you know uh disbelief uh what 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 whatever that's called you uh yes. su- suspension of reality mm. um yeah. Suspension of disbelief. There it is. Got it. Phew. <laughs> Whew, we got there. Uh, um, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and get into the the Rotten Tomatoes. What? Well, yeah. So I, I, I just going through this list, I was very surprised by like the stratification of phase order throughout this. And, and, and again, th- this is including everything so miss marvel is the top on the tomato meter at 98 percent. i think that's great iman Vellani is like one of my favorite young people in <laughs> in, in in entertainment no, right end now of list, end of list one of your favorite young people <laughs> she she's just uh, she she just comes across as so earnest perfect casting great miss marvel uh, Black Panther is is number two, the 2018 original one. Now, this was unbelievable to me. Number three, 
Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at 95% on the tomato meter. Couldn't believe it. That uh, first, those first two seasons, I was hooked at least. I can admit that. I and, didn't and watch f- anymore, though. <laughs> Fr- frankly, I'm wondering if a lot of those reviews uh, from critics are just like for season one and, or season two, and they're like, yeah, we love it. And then, you know, they don't like re-review. A- a- anyway, uh, rounding out the top five are What If at 94% and Avengers Endgame at 94%. So, like, good, but a lot of Phase 4 projects are are creeping up on that list. Now, at the very bottom, we have Marvel's Inhumans at 11%, Marvel's Iron, Iron Fist at 37%. So those are kind of like, like MCU, but eh, like, like, I don't know, MCU in-laws. Um, then we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania at 46%, Eternals at 47%. And Thor, Love and Thunder at 63%. So there are some, at least in the eyes of critics, notable misses in Phase 4. And I, I, I get it, but I think that when, when people talk about, uh, you know, the, 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 the MCU is toast, uh, blah, 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 they're talking more about, like, Quantumania, Love and Thunder, which... I thought were good movies, maybe a little bit unfocused, or at least like we we can't see the like what is the point of this movie yet. I I, I do hope that with a little bit of time and kind of more building past the Infinity Saga, we'll we'll be able to look back on those movies with kinder eyes. Um, but again, it, even those movies. Ant-Man and the Wasp, 82% audience score. Eternals, 77% uh, audience score. Thor, Love and Thunder, 77% audience score. So three quarters of the people uh, of the audience who went in and saw it and reviewed it, they liked it. So, you know, like, I I, I just think that we are, we're we're kind of splitting hairs when, when we're talking about the decline of the MCU. The state of the MCU is strong. And... Maybe you don't like it as much as how awesome it was in the portal scene in Endgame, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad project. And we do have to talk about that. That most people I have talked to, their complaint is, how could you top anything when you've seen Endgame? (laughs) And it just is an interesting commentary to me of like, yeah, but how can you set up anything new if you don't kind of like go back to some smaller scale stuff? And even when you say smaller scale stuff, half the stuff is not smaller scale in the slightest. It's still too huge. But uh, I don't know. It, it's an interesting, interesting one to me that I feel like that's a non-issue. But I've heard a lot of people be like, well, it's not as good as Endgame. Have you guys heard that? <laughs> Honestly, I've heard a lot of people who are like, I haven't watched anything since Endgame. And or they've that's only fair watched yeah. one thing here or there. Um, even more than like, what are you going to do? Because I, I feel like in a way, it was a little jump the shark. In that, like people cared so much and it was so good that they're like, well, I don't need to put any more energy into this. Um, 
I don't think that's like the majority, but I think those are kind of like the tertiary people that wouldn't have normally been so excited about superheroes, but in the heyday were. Yeah. And it is interesting looking at the list of phases one through three, where the Avengers first one brought a lot of people on board. And then I feel like the next one to like, barring stuff like winter soldier and guardians of the galaxy, I feel like the next jump in like, okay, I'm really invested in this universe was Civil War. Mm. And then I yeah. kind of feel like Civil War snowballed into uh, some really top tier movies. Uh, n- people weren't as, as hot on Doctor Strange, but after that, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther... And then Infinity War. Like, it's just a stream of, like, hit after hit after hit. And then being, like, you don't even have to say, remember the beginning of the MCU. You say, remember these past five movies that you just watched? (laughs) Well, this one is, like, bringing them all together. And if you've watched even more, it's bringing all of that together. And I, I feel like it's just, like, a few years was, like, the MCU matters in a huge way. And then I, I think I would, I would blame COVID a little bit because I do think that kind of screwed up the MCU's release after uh, far from home, which was the last movie to kind of be released before the pandemic hit. And I think black widow was supposed to be after that, but Disney yes. Plus was an easier thing to release things on when everyone was at home. And so Damn. that's just theorizing at this point, though. But uh, let's let's talk about the movies of phase four and phase five. And we don't we don't have to discuss them too long. But if you want to give a one sentence thought or a yes, I liked this. Yes, you should watch this. Uh, but we're going to start with 2021. Disney Plus first TV show, WandaVision. And you should watch this. <laughs> <laughs> say say that again. You got cut off at the no. beginning, Corey. 10 out of 10. You should watch this. Okay. Scarlet Witch can do no wrong. Davis. Um, incredibly ambitious until it wasn't, but still very worthy of your time. 10 out of 10. You should watch this. <laughs> I think the experimental half great, the end great, and leaves you wanting to know what's what's going on with those characters. Um, I will add every single episode where we did a different phase of television. I was like, I would watch this TV show. <laughs> I would watch the TV show for seven hours. You know, give me yeah. a lot of seasons. Anyway, I want to see you, Wanda and Vision, or Scarlet Witch and Vision as. Uh, uh, I was trying to think of any TV show and nothing came to mind. Saturday Night Live. There you go. <laughs> Actually, yes. you know what? I just, I, I'm taking for granted what a big twist it was that it was Agatha all along. Um, great, great moment in my mind. So I, and who can forget baby vision? 
Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> 10 out of 10. You need to watch this show. Given <laughs> into the peer pressure, Davis. <laughs> Vision put it over the top for me. Uh, it's hard not to talk more, but bringing back. Uh, what's her name from Thor? Actress. Jane Foster. Oh, oh, um, uh, uh, um, Darcy, uh, you're right? thinking it's Darcy. Oh yeah, no. Darcy's her character that's... name. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. there we I go. I think that's right. Um, all right, moving on. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This one wasn't as interesting to me. There were some, a few shifts, that uh, that were all right, but I don't know something about. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was a, a required viewing to know what's going on in the MCU, but not like as compelling to me. Davis? Should have been a movie. <laughs> Corey? Um, I feel like it had many compelling pieces. Yeah. And I enjoyed parts of it, but it was I... a little heavy-handed and boring at times. Yeah, I really enjoyed the part where they visited the like guy who was experimented on to be a super soldier. Yeah, that was a good part. Um, There were a few other good parts. Who can forget Baron Zemo dancing at the club? Oh, (laughs) Uh, Kat Kat Dennings was the name of the person. Uh, Darcy Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Next up, Loki. 10 out of 10. Everyone, everyone's amazing. Best character. Wow, I really love television. I I, think that's going to happen. I agree, but much like the most recent, uh, uh, I won't even say just because it it could be considered a spoiler, but just like a a recent movie, angered by the surprise continued in season two uh, tease, but only because it was that good. And I like, I wanted like a finality to that story. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. Yeah. I, I think that Loki season one is what every Disney plus or, or like every prestige Disney plus MCU project should, should aspire to. Um, I'm totally fine. If not every single MCU, like, I'm I'm okay if She-Hulk wants to be She-Hulk. I, I'm I'm okay if Miss Marvel wants to be Miss Marvel, right? But if you're gonna try and do the like, hey, this is super important to the canon, do it like that because that was amazing. Yeah, and speaking real quick to something you said earlier, Davis, about it doesn't seem like you need to watch the shows to understand what's going on in the movies, even though that was the promise that Disney Plus sold us. I would say for WandaVision, it is required for Doctor Strange. And I would say that Loki season one makes Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania better. Knowing Totally agree. All this stuff. And I, I would argue that there's a few things that like, if you do watch the show, it makes it better to watch other things. Um, but I do agree that there's some where you're just like, all right, this just created a new thing that I have to like remember for future stuff. And 
Um, but we'll get into some of those. But first, let's talk about the first movie to come out in the MCU for over two years. Black Widow. I really love this movie. And I... I don't know. I, that's all I really have to say. I I had a fun time the whole movie, and I liked Black Widow's kind of fake family that we meet. I feel like this forgives a lot of evils when it comes to Marvel, and they're not connecting with like female characters or fans. And I'm like, this was so well done. Um, tells such a good story, and really focuses on a lot of like female representation in a way that's not um stupid i don't know like the the vest the vest i will think about all the time and just you know, and the braiding the braiding of the hair i feel like it's very authentic <laughs> and, and 10 out of 10 florence Pugh. <laughs> great oh, i love florence Pugh so much loved her making fun of uh scarlett johansson the whole time yes um my my two sentence review uh, David Harbour and Florence Pugh are in a no holds barred competition for best scene stealer. Sentence number two: Pay Scarlett Johansson her money. <laughs> very, very, very good though. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. All right. Next, another TV show. What if season one? I liked it better as an anthology. I didn't need it to be a this is how it all connects thing. Um, but a lot of fun episodes in that that show. Davis. This show I think about the most. So like little things will pop up and I'll be like, that was in what if or I don't know. It 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 just is constantly on my brain. I really love that Doctor Strange episode. So mm. good. So okay. powerful. Oh, they're one. all I the Killmonger one gets Ooh, me every yeah. time. Another great one. It, it it's funny because I, I think about the Star Lord one all, all the time. <laughs> I'm like, oh I like how yeah. how nice would it have been if, you know, anyway. Um I I thoroughly enjoyed the show. I I I enjoyed everything connecting and and thought that it like raised the stakes. It it made me it it made me feel like the show you know had had a bigger payoff than 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 I was expecting. Uh but I I I I would have enjoyed it either way, right? Yeah. I I I wasn't expecting that and in my head canon, um, every version of uh, of a- of Agent Carter of Peggy is only attracted to the little string bean oh, yeah. Steve Rogers, <laughs> and, and 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 doesn't like him when he gets all buff and muscular. Um. So interesting to note at this point, all the stuff we mentioned still heavily tied to phases one through three. All kind of aftermath of characters and kind of pinning it with, hey, here's a best of of like stuff you remember from the MCU, but we're going to tweak it a little bit. 
Yeah. And kind of an interesting transition into what we start getting next, uh, which is the introduction of a new character, Shang-Chi. Davis, hit us with your thoughts. I love Shang-Chi, man. It is... It's... uh, It's an excellent origin story uh, without being... Like, without... I don't know, being super formulaic. Um, loved it. Corey? Um, so, I don't I think maybe most, if not all, of the five on my, like, celebrity hall passes are in Marvel. Simu Liu always makes the list. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, ben I Kingsley? Of- I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> obviously obviously um so i think i'm very biased when it comes to this movie but i i love how different it is and i feel like it's a really fun departure um yeah yeah charlotte felt the same way or still feels the same way probably about simu leo as a celebrity (laughs) crush and once we watched this she watched a lot of kim's convenience I love him so much. <laughs> I, it kind of makes me wish in the show he was dumber. <laughs> or in the funny. movie. Yeah, yeah. At, at this point, I walked out of the theater and I was like, the yeah. MCU is still the greatest like movie makers of all time. Where I was just like, I love WandaVision. I love Loki. Love Black yeah. Widow. Love Shang-Chi. Like, they can yeah. do no wrong in my eyes. Uh because it's another solid movie, a great origin story, great new character that not a lot of people are are familiar with. Um, and then another movie comes out later called The Eternals. And that's that's where I feel like things start taking a negative turn uh, as far as people I'm talking to <laughs> uh, is concerned about. Uh, but The Eternals was another one that I was like, I like it. I I saw the reviews before I saw it, and I was like, oh, no, I'm afraid. But what saved it for me was, uh, oh, Kumail Nanjiani. Yes. Had some great jokes in that movie, and I think that was, uh, that was all I needed for me to be like, fun movie. Corey, what about you? Mm-hmm. So this is one where we, I I don't know, I I have a hard time watching movies. So sometimes I wait a really long time. And this one, I really waited a long time. So I had a lot of space where I didn't really care anymore um, about like how good it was. And I really enjoyed the sci-fi aspect of it. I feel like that really, I love a good sci-fi and I latched on to that a lot. Um, But I think in general, the it was just like a little bit boring so it certainly was not my favorite movie but i still thoroughly enjoyed watching it davis is it the discord is cutting off oh part of that but i i imagine it was yeah like a want 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 type of thing that was it that was exactly (laughs) it we're gonna need you to just say it with your mouth i'm sorry Womp, 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 womp. Beautiful. That's how I felt. Yeah. And I, I think 
that's when a lot of people started to turn. I think some of their mistakes in this movie, and we won't harp on this too long, was they tried really hard to tell you this is more important than Endgame. I think it was less of a celebration and it was more of like they verbally said stuff like, wait, this is stronger than Thanos or like uh, stuff like that. And like, it's not, not great uh, in that sense. And I feel like they, this was the first, like, why is the CGI not looking uh, great? Especially the post credit scene with uh, Pip the troll I was like, okay, this doesn't look even remotely humanoid, and Pip the Troll should look at least like a human. Uh, well, okay, and you you mentioned that post credit scene. I I think that Eternals was a real heat check for 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 the MCU, where they they felt like they were on fire. Right, we can get any actor and any director to do any project because we're the MCU, we're star makers, we're star preservers. They 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 had um oh, the 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 director's name is um I I I've lost it now but she was she was coming off of a best picture nomination and I believe win for Nomadland mm. and oh yeah uh and and they threw Harry Styles in at, as as a cameo and kind of a, a a like oh here's what's to come thing. I I don't know if there will be another like prestige director who's dying to make an MCU movie. And I I'd, I'd say the odds that we ever see Harry Styles again in the MCU is like fifty fifty or lower. <laughs> Fair. All right, let, let's move on and kind of breeze through a few more of these. Uh, Hawkeye, I liked it. I loved it. I loved it so much. It was so cute. Yeah, it, it, it was good. And I, I appreciated that it was a pretty faithful adaptation of a really great comic book run uh, while still, like, fitting into the MCU. Yeah, I, I will... I will change my response to I like liked it. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Heating up. I was excited for every episode. Um, okay, next up, Spider-Man No Way Home. Home run. Grand slam. You uh, you cut off, Corey. It's so good. Yeah. I, I, yeah, solid. What, one of the highlights... Um, all right, Moon Knight. I love Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I love okay. how trippy it is. I love how trippy it is. Corey, Corey is watching this with a level of lasciviousness and, and lewdness that, <laughs> ought, that, that ought not be allowed in the MCU. But this, <laughs> this is the phase that gets me way too excited. <laughs> um, well, I mean, his his co-star uh, was was rather buxom as well. Um, yes, so that's a weird word. Oh my goodness! I know. I I I couldn't think of anything else. 
And I'm sure that that word is Talking very creepy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yes, <laughs> coincidentally. Um, yeah, good show. I was very excited about this, but it ended up losing me a little bit. Uh, despite me generally liking sort of drug trip <laughs> properties, I there was just something about it that I don't know. It was it was good though. I watched it all, which is a I, lot. I I want to take a quick moment. I looked up what buxom meant, and it basically means having large breasts. So I would like to take that back and just say <laughs> that she was very pretty. <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I love this. Weird, weird turn for Doctor Strange, but I think really fun turn for Doctor Strange. Anyone? I am also in love with Elizabeth Olsen, and I love some murder. 10 out of 10. Do you guys like America Chavez, her introduction? Yeah. I, yes, I, 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 I did like America Chavez. I, I, I feel like I liked her more, uh, in the press tour than I did sometimes like in, in the movie. And I, 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 I think that this might be one of the movies that I enjoyed thoroughly, but felt a little overstuffed. I, 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 I wish that we could have taken some of the elements within that movie and like had a little more space to unpack them. But I still really enjoyed all of the different elements of the movie and, and thought that it came together very well. Um, I'm looking up what's next. Okay. This is next. Um, Miss Marvel. I really love this show great i had a great time the whole time through and what's the the main actor's name iman villani yes showstopper yeah great stuff i felt like every comment that was not nice or like people that didn't like it it was clearly just not a show for them mm. um but every time i watched an episode i was like this is a show for me. I love it so much. I'm very seen and happy. Yeah. Not not that I understand a lot of the like cultural, you know, or those are not what happened to me, but a lot of the other pieces. I was like, I love this. The the whole show had a level of like earnestness mm. that you don't often see with such a like high budget production. And I don't know if that started with Iman Villani or if they just kind of like found the right person for the right project. But because of this character that has been very lovingly crafted, I, I, I felt almost like a feral protectiveness over, oh, 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 over the star and this movie. Uh, and anyone who didn't enjoy Miss Marvel just clearly wasn't smart enough to enjoy it. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about the change to match the MCU of instead of having like stretchy grow powers, like in the comics, 
She instead has like crystal energy uh, powers. Would you have preferred big stretchy powers? I guess it's not stretchy, but it's... It kind of freaks me out. Like, (laughs) watching it, I've never really enjoyed it. So I like the crystal better, for sure. Yeah. And and I think, like, you know, even though it's not, like, stretchy, it would would be very hard to distinguish her powers from Mr. Fantastic's when we get him in live action as well. In in like any really meaningful way, and yeah. and so I, I I think that the crystals like it it looks cooler. You can do more with it, and she she's almost like a Marvel Green Lantern now, uh, which I I don't mind. Yeah, fair enough. I'm pretty ambivalent to it. I think it works for the MCU, but I also don't mind watching or reading something where all of a sudden she has like a big hand and punches yeah. someone. Love, uh, love, love the big hand. <laughs> Next up, we've got Thor: Love and Thunder. Controversial. Thunder. I know it's weird. It just—it was really fun. Um, I felt like Natalie Portman. It was finally a movie where she was able to, um, like, do a good job and. Get... Especially compared to the first two Thor movies. Yes. Yes. They did not give her the freedom or the character development that she needed. And finally, they gave it to her and she knocked it out of the park. She did such a good job. And I feel like it gave Chris Hemsworth a lot of room to grow, like, the character of Thor. We got a lot more depth to him. Um, And I love that he has a child so much. It's so cute. I can't (laughs) stand it. Also, I love the hammer. Okay, there's just a lot of things I love about it. I thought it was really fun. Nothing to dislike. I had a great time in this movie. I laughed a lot, which is very high on my importance scale <laughs> in a movie that I'm seeing. Um, and yeah, I, I, I can get some of the criticisms that, that people give, but for the most part, I think it's definitely better than the one criticism I don't understand was pe- it, is when people say, well, Thor is too silly now. And yet Thor Ragnarok and his character in the Avengers movies after that were praised. But now it's a little too silly for people. And I don't mind that. Um, Davis, what do you think? I got to see Chris Hemsworth at uh, Chris Hemsworth's ass. So... 10 out of 10. <laughs> I, I, I wish I hadn't have flubbed that line, but I mean it. I do not remember that part at all. How can you forget the amount of times Davis like, has put that in the chat? It, I'm like, oh, the gif. The gif that yes. is always in our chat. It was definitely put in our chat. Now we got to watch again. Uh. Somehow, somehow I just don't, I don't know. It doesn't stick in my brain. It's not as memorable. <laughs> Um, Wait a minute. All right. While Davis figures out posting that gift for the upteenth time, (laughs) let's so hard. Let's move on to I am Groot. Short little micro series, we'll call it, where it's just little shorts about Groot getting into mischief. Uh, That's fine. I I think it's cute. I don't care. 
a yeah. ton, honestly. Not really pivotal to the MCU, but like a fun thing. But I wouldn't say it's for kids either. Yeah. Davis has successfully posted the. Uh, the Don't worry though, here. they blur. They yes. blur things. That's true. Um, I didn't watch. I am Groot. I because I thought it was for kids. So now I guess I'll go back and watch it. I mean, it is for kids, but it's still dark. No, I, 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 I get it. I mean, it's it's James Gunn. So yeah. there, there, there's there's going to be some prickly edge. Cool. Uh, she Hulk. I really enjoyed She Hulk. I think that the CGI was bad. And they could have put more budget into that. But uh, what's the actress's name? Actor. Uh, Matslani. Yeah, Tatiana um, Matslani. She is amazing. I really like her. And she especially was a great She-Hulk. I like that they brought uh, Mark Ruffalo in too for some good, good scenes. But yeah, I really like She-Hulk. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the show there. There were there were times where. I wanted it to kind of decide whether it wanted to be. A like comedy legal procedural or a show that is pushing the MCU forward or a like fourth wall breaking commentary like holding the mirror to comic book and mcu fans but even though it felt a little bit unfocused at times because it was doing a few like wearing a few different hats it was still an enjoyable show and i would recommend it uh to anyone who like you know enjoys the mcu generally Corey? again finally a comedy I loved it. Uh, I had so much fun watching it. I agree, though. I do wish it was a little bit more police procedural. I wish we had 30 more episodes and I would watch <laughs> it so hard. Um, I also feel like this is the first thing that I'm like, Mark Ruffalo is a really good Hulk. Wow. <laughs> I feel like so many other things. He just kind of bugs me or feels like he's not his own character. I never feel like he has much weight. To him as like a character he's just kind of the side um and this one i was like no you're fine i like it mm, awesome <laughs> all right we're gonna breeze past these next ones okay uh werewolf by night amazing 10 out of 10 perfect more Must holiday watch. specials please um or whatever they call them special presentations uh black panther wakanda forever stunning yeah, uh, I mean, just an an incredibly difficult position that somehow like made 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 the movie even more compelling. You you felt Chadwick Boseman's absence, but it in no way took away from the plot or was like, I don't know, it it it, it was just done so tastefully. Anyway, yeah, perfect. I love this. I cried multiple times um weirdly another movie that people seemed split on uh do you agree with that some people didn't seem to enjoy this movie but i i can't remember if that's true or not 
Maybe I just saw some negative comments and thought that was true. I I I I think that some people may 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 give uh, Wakanda Forever a little bit of a pass. I I I think that there was some fun made at like the the Atlanteans and just like how they looked or like yeah. like C, like CGI concerns. I I, yeah. I I think were were another thing that came up, but too dark again. Yeah, learn <laughs> learn from Avatar. That water can be clear and bright and fun. <laughs> right, yes. Um, all right. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. I think this is better than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Also, Kevin Bacon. Who knew that he needed to be there, but he did. Davis. <laughs> you look upset. <laughs> Davis is going to be really mad at us. I I can't believe what I'm hearing. Um, <laughs> like, it was a cute, fun holiday special. Um, I, 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 I did appreciate that it further cemented uh, Drax and Gamora, or excuse me, Dra- Drax and Mantis's friendship. Um, and kind of the, the dynamic that they carried through to the, uh, wonderful, excellent Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And (laughs) there was also a very sweet moment between, um, Quill and his dearly departed daddy, uh, who, who, who kind of got, I don't know, remembered in it in a very special way. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if you can hear that whistling I tried to do, but <laughs> it probably didn't I, I, pick up through the filters. I, I couldn't hear it, but I did see you kind of pucker your pucker your <laughs> lips and was wondering <laughs> what was going on. Um, it was not good. I'll just say that uh, the the folks at home probably heard it though. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. I thought it was good. Uh. I do think that Ant-Man works better in the let's let's see what a big Pez dispenser looks like or this fork is too big. Um but as far as like pushing the multiverse saga along like it made me compelled to know what uh what was going on with Kang. Oh, we'll we'll probably talk about Kang in a, a little bit. Uh what did you guys think of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? I feel like it was maybe less exci- I don't know. I, I didn't love it as much as some other things in this run, but I enjoyed it. It was a little a lot. <laughs> I think it's better yeah. than like Thor uh, The Dark World mm, and e- like Easily. Yeah, I would even watch it over like Iron Man 3 if or something of that tier. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's good. I actually think it's in the middle of like MCU movies. So I would even rank it higher than those. Yeah. Like on, on the tomato meter, you know, it's definitely better than Thor dark world than 
like an incredible hulk or what whatever right it felt well uh, okay number one it felt um a little bit like overstuffed again it felt like um like iron man or excuse me uh ant-man was just like a stalking horse to move the mcu along and i personally did not connect with cassie in any meaningful way and that made it really hard for me to care about some of the main plot points in the movie fair enough all right guardians of the galaxy volume three if no i difficult just because too sad yeah, I really <laughs> struggled with it. Yeah, Charlotte refused to see this with me in the theaters. Fair. Uh. <laughs> I did barely hear um, that, but it looks sad. Uh, an incredible send-off for, for the Guardians. And once again... Like so somehow pulling even more characterization and like backstory from from this group who, for my money, has been like one of the main hearts and souls of of the MCU, like outside of Tony and Steve. I don't I, I, I can't think of many other characters or groups that have that have been like the heart of of the MCU the way that the Guardians have. Maybe ah, Thor, Thor, too. All right. So Tony, Steve and Thor and then Guardians. I did enjoy this movie. I disagreed with critics saying that this is the best movie we've seen in a while. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think that... I think the the sad parts were a little too heavy-handed in a way that some guy who's like, I'm, I'm going to make him cry, and he just like throws a bunch of stuff at the wall that he knows will be like, animals dying, that's sad. This is going to make people hate me. Like, I think it was a little too heavy-handed, and of course, we all know James Gunn. That's not his real voice, but... Um, <laughs> I, we all know him personally. <laughs> I think, as much as I like this movie, I liked every Guardians movie better, and soundtrack included. So soundtrack was a big step down. My, my, my wife, leaving the theater, talked about how... In the first two movies, the soundtrack was a character in and of itself. And in volume three, it just kind of felt like a soundtrack. Yeah. Um, but yeah, too, like over the top on the sadness, but but still very good. Um, and then currently what's going on is Secret Invasion. Four episodes have come out as of when we're talking. There'll be five out by the time this comes out. Um, I've been really enjoying this and especially, uh, 
some of some scenes in particular really stand out maybe more than the show as a whole uh but i still have enjoyed the show as a whole and i'm very interested in what nick fury is up to so far Corey, have you started this yet not this is one that's like on the list of when we have time we need to sit down and watch it fair um, i feel like the tv shows are a little bit more of an investment but i love them i think i might <laughs> love them more i just i love a All tv right. show um, but i'm very excited about it davis what do you think um nick fury i hate to see you go but i love to watch you leave uh this this has been um i i it 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 has been a very timely entry in the sense that i think it is making me rethink just kind of the way that that i see the world like conspiracy theorists and everything it 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 does a very good job of like skewering but also legitimizing some of these crackpot theories that, that you see and, you know, causing me to think, man, what would it be like if scrolls were actually, you know, on the earth? So, yeah, I, 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 I hope that they can land the plane. But to this point, it's been an enjoyable watch. All right. We've been going for about. Uh, wow, we started late. Well, we're going for about an hour and a half. Um, and I got to go soon. <laughs> yes. And so I, here's, what I, here's what I think we should do. I am going to give each of us three minutes to say anything that we haven't touched yet. We haven't talked about what we think the future holds. We could do a separate episode of that next time or in the future. Um, we haven't talked about the controversy with, with Kang, Jonathan Majors, and how that's going to affect things. The writer strike and the actor strike is, of course, going to affect things. Um, but you could talk about that, but you could talk about whatever you want. But each of us get three, <laughs> gets three minutes to wrap things up. And if we... Love it. If the people want to hear more or if we just want to talk about it more, we could do another episode where we we kind of continue this discussion. Um, I'm pulling my timer right now. Right. Who who would like to start? I have three minutes in me. I feel like I have rambled a lot. All right. Well, you talk as long as you want. And okay. we'll start with you, Corey. Uh, ooh, okay. <laughs> but uh, well, we, have, we haven't started yet. Let me, unless you want I'll some time. Wait. I'll wait for the buzzer. All right. Uh, give us your thoughts in three, two, one. Okay. Um, I am really hoping that with all of the disruption that the MCU can kind of like take a pause and maybe reassess and instead of just like plowing through all of the things they have planned, uh, maybe pause a little bit more and slow down because I'm worried that they're starting a lot of things. Um, and if everyone loses interest, like there's not the same demand for these shows, then we won't get like the end to all of them. 
And I think that's my biggest worry is I want to know the end. I want to know the next <laughs> thing. So I want them to not ruin it for the rest of us. Um, but I, I, I really enjoyed everything up until this point. There hasn't been something that I regret watching. And so I do um, look forward to a lot of the content coming out um i'm just i'm I'm so rambly at this point i don't even know uh i feel like the kang stuff part of me almost wishes they would get rid of him i don't want i i feel like there should not be a character that is bigger um than anything happening situationally so i'm like we could easily easily replace someone let's do a whole darren situation although i'm not very caught up on the controversy so okay. maybe maybe that's not necessary um, I don't know. There's yeah. allegations that he was violent in a relationship. Oh, I cannot. Nope. Okay. Out. Sorry. Maybe that's too harsh because I don't know the actual situation. I but... mean, I, we don't have to talk about it. I like, I don't no, really okay. know the full thing either, but yeah. that's kind of like what is being said. And I think that. I don't know the evidence, but I've heard there's some compelling evidence that it's true. And it is one of those weird things that like, there are a lot of actors that like, I was just talking about this with Davis of like, there are still good movies that I can still watch. But like when I'm watching baby driver, I have to see Kevin Spacey there and remember all the stuff yeah. that came out about him. And it does kind of like take me out and I'm like, uh, this movie yeah. is great, but this, like, I have to remember that this guy didn't do great things, and it does kind of ruin parts of the movie for me. I feel like at some point, oh, and I, I, I feel like at some point, maybe just don't support bad people. <laughs> he doesn't need a job if he is a violent person, um, or we don't need to, like, boost him up, so let's, we could swap him out. There's a lot of dis suspended disbelief we're already going with. He got a new face. Um, all right yeah. that was uh three minutes oh technically God. but i i, I took it. over by asking you questions and no you're good i did it i did my time next <laughs> <laughs> all right davis give us your thoughts yes. in three two one i think that the mcu is either getting a little bit too bloated in terms of the amount of content that we need to take in before but before we start to see like the light at the end of the tunnel or we are reaching a phase kind of like star Wars where so much was happening. So much was being announced. We find out that there isn't really like one steady hand on the wheel and all of a sudden projects get cut left and right, you know, and, and, and they, they, they basically have to have this like circle the wagons moment say anything that we've announced that hasn't already come out is canceled or, or shelved indefinitely. Okay. Now here's the new, you know, lineup. One of the things that has been so remarkable about the MCU is that Kevin Feige has been able to be that steadying hand at the wheel for so many years and oversee such an ambitious, truly cinematic universe uh, that, that, that has come out. I don't know if we're getting to the point now where it's too big for 
even one person or if we're starting to lose the plot or or if we're just expecting viewers to like take in too much no no comic book reader goes to the comic book store every week or every other week picks every single issue up off the shelves reads all of them and is caught up on the state of comics at one period of time they pick and choose and if if we can't do that in the MCU we need to pare down also one of the biggest issues or mistakes that How I Met Your Father made was making Kim Cattrall an on-screen talent. She should have just been the voice like Bob Saget. But I kind of like that we can't see the sun. Because then we don't know what he looks like. I think it's smart. I kind of like it. Put some slippers on, Kim Cattrall. I don't want to see your dogs barking every episode. <laughs> you still have 45 seconds, Davis. If you would like uh, to continue and, to talk about whatever you want. <laughs> and, 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 and I cede the floor. Thank you, Chairman. <laughs> All right. Great thoughts. Uh, all right. I'm going to start my timer now. So I think the future of the MCU is very interesting, mostly because people complained, where is this going? And then Kevin Feige and crew came out and said, all right, I, we're just letting you know these next three phases of the MCU is called the Multiverse Saga. And they basically told us this is where it's going. It's dealing with multiverses. They announced certain Avengers movies and said, okay, this one's called, uh, I forgot, Kang Dynasty, and this one's called secret war uh or secret wars and people who have read those comics kind of know little hints similar in the way they were like all right this is infinity war and this is endgame but they were originally going to be infinity gauntlet parts one and two and that kind of clued where it was going and then everybody was like all right multiverse is not what we like and why is there so much stuff? And why is this being written? Like, I don't like, like these things, things seem to be churned out a little too fast for my taste. And the last thing I heard was Kevin Feige saying, okay, we're scaling back things. We're canceling a few shows. We're hiring new writers. We're going to make sure they're top tier writers so we can like make things go. And then the writer strike happens. And then they're like, by the way, here's a big movie with Kang, who we set up in Loki, which is a show people liked him. And then these allegations against Jonathan Majors came out. And so now we don't really know what's going on with him. And so it seems there's a lot of different factors telling the MCU to be something different. And some of them are justified, I'm sure, hiring better writers and scaling things back was the right move. But now... Uh, because of the writer's strike, they announced, oh, by the way, some of these shows are back on because they were already done, basically. Um, But all in all, I am someone who enjoys world building, even if it's bad. And, (laughs) like, I... But when stuff is bad, but it's canon, I think that makes creative people have to use that in interesting ways to make even better stories down the line. 
And so I kind of like that the MCU exists and is basically one of the few properties that is this entity that is connected. And if you don't like a connect, a huge connected universe, there's other things that are less connected. All right. That was my time. So that's all I have to say. If, if if you would like, you may use some of my 45 seconds to finish your point, but, uh, yeah, all right. Fair enough. I fair think enough. you got, you got where I was going in the gist of things. And yeah. I, I do think that there, are, if they sit down and improve upon things that people are complaining about, there is the opportunity for some great things to happen. But I think that, We've seen in Star Wars the immediate response to fans disliking something kind of changes things sometimes for worse ways rather than like someone having a creative vision and being like, hey, this is going to be something you don't like sometimes, but this is my story I'm telling. And and and, and even like chasing the the applause because I, I, I like the Mandalorian was a huge surprise hit. And then they're like, oh, we're going all in on TV shows. Yeah. And like that, that that's been that's been fine. But there have been at least a couple shows or like seasons of shows where I felt like, well, th- this this could have just been a movie or, you know, or like yeah. don't anyway. Like have have your vision and, and stick to it, like believe in what you're making. Don't don't chase the. The applause or run away from the naysayers and waterfall <laughs> hopefully the uh the strikes going on could be a positive positive change to in making the mcu better slash the everything universe better yeah wow the silence speaks for itself we're all ready for this to be over. <laughs> we talked it out. We solved it all. You're welcome. Um, let us know at cinematic.comicverse. Is that what the email is? Yes. Uh, at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts of what you think the MCU, what it needs to change. Is it good? Is it bad? And let us know if you'd like to hear us continue these thoughts. Um, I don't know what the next episode's going to be, but we had a few few ideas. Davis, Davis and I, Corey, were discussing an episode where we try to find the comics that is the best starting place for comics and pitch them to you. And you can be the one if it's who says it sounds interesting or boring. That. yes <laughs> we also we still need to do scott pilgrim oh yeah that would be a good a good episode to get into yeah nice bottle episode i'm i'm also interested in doing the batman because mm. the comics are not there's not as much comics we'd need to read for that i feel yeah okay. um, but we do have to watch a three-hour movie i think i can handle it <laughs> yeah. i'm, I'm doing hard. that I'm 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 doing that twice this weekend with Barbenheimer. Come on, baby. <laughs> I am so excited for Barbie. But not the Inheimer part. No. Mm. I just don't love 
a long talking movie without funny, without jokes. Um, I will watch it, but it just it doesn't bring the same level of excitement for me. I'm 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 much more excited for Barbie. Good, good. Right answer. Let us know. Will you be seeing Barbie or Oppenheimer first this weekend? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it for us. All right. Thanks, gang. It's been fun. <laughs>